G'day, g'day. That's high pitched. We are not about waiting for perfect situations and circumstances. We are all about taking the moment and making it good enough here at Simply Complicated. And that is why I'm saying that is because Ruby, my spoodle, um, has, you know, she's really decided that right now is a good time to start running around and, you know, scratching her back on the floor and doing all these weird things. But that has nothing to do with this episode. And if you have ever let outside influences rock your boat and your confidence and make you start second guessing yourself, friend, you're going to want to listen in because I am real timing it as we speak. So these are actually my favorite sort of podcasts to record because I am actually living through it. I've got a lot to say on it. And you, when you guys are listening to it, you'll probably be able to hear the passion and the authenticity within the words that I'm speaking. And I'm kind of fired up about it today um, because over the past few days, I've had quite a few little instances that have rocked my little belief system, um, not as in made me question my belief system so much, but someone else has questioned me or my belief system, which then makes me a little unsteady. Not enough to knock me off my perch, but enough to make me look at what I'm sharing with the world or make me question different elements of my life, which, you know what? That's not a bad thing, except it's in these cases, totally unjustified, a little cruel, and I'm just not down for it. Like I know my why and my truth, and that is what this whole potty is about, right? Is coming back to your why, coming back to your truth, and coming back to the ability that and the belief system that you hold around yourself and the reasons why you do the things that you do. And we need to make sure that that's rock solid, right? So earlier on this week, I got trolled. I got only one comment, but it was enough to make me go like, what? Is there any truth to what this person's saying? I, it was one gnarly comment, like a few sentences, basically questioning me, who I am, what I do, say, and just slamming me, saying, we know you've got depression, which I don't, but we know you're on benzos, which I had to Google what a benzo was, um, and a few other things that I had to Google, like stop being, why don't you be real, and stop speaking in hang on i'm gonna find it okay the comment says seriously what the fuck are you talking about with all these aphorisms are you a con artist we know you take benzos and suffer from depression be real okay (laughs) cheers thanks heaps for that um i had to google what an aphorism is 
um, which if you wanted to know, it's like speaking in, you know, commonly used um, phrases. And I mean, this is the thing. I actually do. <laughs> I do use a lot of um, lighthearted, commonly known phrases and the way that I speak about anxiety and mental health is in a lighthearted approach and it's not rocket science. The way that I share a lot of what I share, like my tools that I use are simple. They are not complicated, but that does not mean that they're easy. They are not easy to execute, but it is far more feasible for all of us to understand and to live alongside our fears if I don't overword it. Like I don't need to overword it. I don't need to make things super complicated because simple simple and straightforward and light is best in this case for what I've found. The steps to getting curious with yourself and creating a better understanding of who you are are not complicated. People avoid it because they expect it to be way harder than what it is. But when you do start to call yourself out on your stuff, when you do start to lean in to understanding your thoughts and your emotions, that's some really confronting shit. There is nothing easy about that because sometimes the things that we've been thinking and the reasons that we've been held back, when you find out what it is, then that brings up a whole lot of other stuff and that's exhausting and confronting and all the rest of it, but it's not complicated. It just takes commitment to yourself and to your thought process and to the work of calling yourself out and showing up for yourself and change if that's needed. Not every area of your life needs work. Most like you don't have to do another thing if you don't want to in the area of growth and personal development. No one is making you. No one. If you didn't change another thing and you just kept going down the path, thinking the thoughts that you're thinking, eating the foods that you're eating, moving the way that you're moving or not moving, hanging out with the same people or, you know, staying in the same job, whatever it is, you could totally do that till the day you kick the can. That's totally fine. No one is forcing you to do anything. But the second that you start to feel stuck, that just means that, you know, a growth opportunity is right around the corner if you choose to accept your invitation, which is often that uncomfortable feeling. Those uncomfortable feelings are invitations to lean in and ask yourself, where am I not, you know, living full out within my life? Where am I holding back? Why have I been living this way? Like if you notice that there's something that you want to do within your life and you haven't been doing it, That's confronting. Like I have an amazing client who is doing such phenomenal work around her body image and taking on life and new experiences that she's avoided for the last however many years 
because she didn't believe that she looked the way that she thought she should look to do the things that she thought and always that she wanted to do. Now she's tackling that. She's totally changed her movement story. She's totally looking at ways to nourish her body. She's giving her the space, self the space. She's showing up for herself every single day. And I'm so impressed and so proud of her. But now it's like the, uh, the next step. It's like going to the beach and doing these sorts of things that she'd always deemed not good enough to do. So then when she starts going to the beach and we start taking on those next experiences, that's going to bring up another layer of growth. And that's all from her getting curious with who she is, what's holding her back and challenging those belief systems and creating a new way to be, right? All of that is so simple when you break it down. But the inner work and the constant challenging of yourself and putting yourself in the path of your fears and all of the things that you once believed you were unable to do, that is ballsy as fuck. And that is what I'm here for. That is what deserves to be celebrating. So yeah, I think it can be simple. I think it's really simple. So Mr. Weird Hacking Person on my Instagram if you happen to be listening to this, which you're probably not, thank you because you did force me to lean in and have a look and see if there was any truth in what you said. And yeah, I'm totally cool with um, keeping it simple and light for people because if you can't laugh, what have you got, right? And yeah, I do take medication for my anxiety. I have for about five years, I am totally okay with that. That supports me in supporting myself and my loved ones. I'm also completely okay with that. So thanks for that. And no, I don't have clinical depression. I would be diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder. Um, That's just putting a label on a bunch of like symptoms. Also totally fine. I'm completely okay with that and it's managed again all of these diagnoses 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 nope that doesn't feel right all of the labels that we have that are given to us or we put on ourselves or are put on um but to us by doctors psychologists um whoever it's just to describe a set of symptoms right it's not who we are And the way that we talk to ourselves matters. The language that we use to describe ourselves matters. You ask any of my clients and I will often, they'll see me shut my eyes sort of thing and go, put a stop sign up and go, "Hmm, I'm going to hold you there. Let's change the wording around that, right? Like you will never hear me say for those who suffer anxiety, I will always be those who experience anxiety or I experience anxiety. That's not taking anything away from the heinousness and debilitating feelings that come along with, you know, if you're in a completely all-encompassing anxious phase or a depressive phase, I'm not saying that that is not hard because that is a whole different sort of hard that not everyone understands. I'm saying that you are in the driver's seat and I am not going to entertain that thought 
that that has more power over us. Like I don't want to be a victim. So that is why I say I experience it because I want to change my perception of my ability to live alongside my fears. And I encourage you guys to do the same. Like you've got to watch your words, watch the language that you're using around different things, right? And always come back to that. And you can totally say something and then correct yourself. That's fine because every time that you draw attention to the way that you narrate your life and you correct it, hopefully next time it gets a little quicker and a little easier and it all becomes more fluid. So see, I could have easily gotten lost in that comment from someone because like none of us are going to go through life without being hacked on or, um, you know, criticized or challenged in any way. We absolutely are. And that's okay. How we respond to that is where our power is. So I could get lost in that. I could have second guessed myself, but I leaned in and got curious. Like I triggered me a little bit because I was like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Um, but I'm also lucky that I don't get a lot of it. I also then lent into that and was like, well, why is this true? And so that's what I just unpacked it for you then. It's like, well, what's true for me? I had a look, a little bit of it's true. I don't, this person's obviously hurting that they feel that they need to lash out on someone else's page. Does that make it okay? No, but I'm also not going to take it on board. Right? So that was that. Um, and you know what? I actually just realized that subconsciously I've actually even gone more lighthearted on my page in the last couple of days as a result, because you know what? I'm the type of girl that when someone says, Oh, don't touch that. The paint's wet. I'm probably going to touch it just to see how wet the paint is. Let me live. Now, the second thing, again, it's totally okay and expected to get challenged within on our viewpoints and around different areas within our life and they will rock you. I totally get this. I was rocked recently over my viewpoint and I had to explain my viewpoint. Um, just like this has not got anything to do with work. It was just like in a, a conversation where um, it was like two points of view, head to head. Now, I at first walked away from that feeling super triggered, super defensive, super ready to go to the mat for what I believe in and what I believe and know to be true, right? But I'm sure the other person was ready to go to the mat for what they believe in and what they know to be true, right? Oh, not a good time, really. Here is what I know, that all emotions are messengers. And it's so easy to get triggered and get stuck, right? In that mood or that experience for the entire day. But as emotions are energy, right? They're energy in motion, the best thing that you can do is move your body and allow it to flow through you, right? So I went and did a Pilates class. Um, I've been for a walk. I have helped the energy shift, 
right? So that is always my go-to movement people for movement's sake. I cannot stress this enough. Get out, get in the fresh air, move your body in a way that it was designed to be moved for the reason of your mind, right? If you guys want me to do a podcast on the movement story and why I'm so passionate about movement and why I encourage you to look at your movement stories of old, your vintage stories, if you will. If you struggle to get out the door and get some movement in because you're resisting it, because it might be tied to weight loss and whatever, um, or punishing your body or things you had to do because you didn't like your body, let me know. Because we our movement for the love of ourselves and the after is where it's at. Okay, so that is something that I absolutely did. And I also lent into what I know to be true, my belief system around my way of doing things. And I also had a chat to a couple of girlfriends because that helps as well. So I looked at why this was coming up for me. First of all, let's go. We'll use it again. I acknowledge, ask, compassion, proceed. Acknowledge that I had shifted into a state of, and then a little fear and then a little anxiety and then a little anger and all the rest of it. Ask, why is this coming up for me? Well, I know this why is coming up for me because, you know, I just had that conversation. It brought up a lot of things and, you know, Um, without going into detail because that's not important. It's the way I was experiencing this so that we can navigate it together. So I knew why it was coming up for me. Compassion for myself in this situation and compassion for all involved Um, because that's really important too. Like I'm not going to judge myself. I'm doing the very best I can in this peopling situation, this humaning situation and this wild ride that is life. Like I know I'm doing the best I can. And when, you know, we greet ourselves there and we don't judge ourselves for feeling the way that we're feeling, talk about an exhale, right? Proceed, right? The next step is proceed. How do I wish to proceed? I know my why. I know my truth. All I can deal with and respond to is what is in front of me. I have no control over anything else. I have no control over anyone else's viewpoints. I have no control over anyone else's perception of how I do things. I have no control over what anyone else will do. All I can do is navigate and respond to things in the best way I know how and what feels most true to me at that time. And I need to resign as CEO of the universe and allow it to be what it is and trust the process, right? Now, anytime this comes up for me for the rest of the day, because usually I've got now I give myself the day to feel a little funky about it. And then with each sunrise is a new reset. It works wonders. That's not to mean that I won't have these thoughts or this issue won't arise again. It totally will um, because that's life. But I'm just going to take, try and meet it with grace, try and meet it with compassion and do what I can today to set myself up 
for a more positive experience tomorrow and then I'll worry about the rest of it then. Face it as it comes. And I really believe that, you know, if I put the framework in there now, that's all I can do. That's all any of us can do, right? Like I'm not going to spend my day worrying about things and my tomorrow's worrying about things that are not happening yet. This takes practice, but the more that you come back to your belief system, the more that you're aware of what your belief system is, and the more that you spend your time when you are feeling good, when things are going great, when things are chill or calm, acknowledging the things that you have done well and acknowledging the things that um, you handled well and you're navigating well and the things that are great within your life. It helps you when you've built that foundation and you've acknowledged that foundation and you've given it the airtime so that when things get a little rocky, you've got something to come back to and grab a hold of. Don't wait until things go to shit or someone's really rocked your boat to then start to gather around all of the evidence to support your belief within yourself. Constantly pay attention to the shit that you're doing well throughout the day. Give yourself gratitude for the way and grace for the way that you handle a situation. Look and gather evidence for how well you're doing in different scenarios and different situations and how you handle things. And, you know, with other people, you know, praise them. My gosh, I've noticed such a massive difference within my life since I openly give out praise the second I think about it. If I'm walking down the street and I like someone's dress, I will tell them. I've, especially with my kids, like I'm constantly looking for the things that they did well. Doesn't mean that I am not riding their tails, um, you know, with the boundaries and the lessons and the things like that. But mate, I want to be someone's cheer squad. And the more that you notice joy and light and, you know, you appreciate those gifts in other people, the easier it is to see that within yourself. My gosh, that's an important one. So what you look for in others, you'll find easier within yourself. Maybe that's the challenge of this week's podcast today. I would love for the next week if you consciously looked at giving out three well-meaning and super honest compliments each day. Three, you know, like commend someone for doing something great. If you see something in someone that's beautiful, speak it. You know, I know the first few times when I would see someone with um, like a woman who was dressed, you know, like especially older women, I really, you know, if I see an older woman who has, you know, made a bit of effort and she's, you know, walking and she's got, she's put together and she's smiling and I will absolutely say, you look beautiful today, you know, like, or I really love what you've chosen to wear. Like, I love that top. And with little kids, I'm like, what's your best color? Like, what was the best thing that happened to you today? I love, that was such nice manners whenever I hear someone do something or if someone, you know, like stops to help someone off the ground. I'm always like, that was so beautiful the way that you helped her or helped him. I love that. That was great sharing. Like, I'm, mate, 
I'm all for being life's cheerleader. So I challenge you three compliments a day for the next week. And you tell me that that does not brighten someone else's day, but also lift yours, right? It's kind of like selfish almost because I know when I, like, it's like the gift that Kate's on giving. I know I feel so good by making someone else feel good. I know it feels good to make someone else feel good. But I don't, it's, don't just go blow smokes up someone's ass because that's not genuine, right? But if you see it and you think it, speak it and speak it from the heart because that makes such a difference, I promise you. And the same thing goes for the people and the women that you find yourself in circle with, whether it's, you know, family members, friendship groups, school mums, um, like sporting groups, whatever it is. Have a look at where your conversation goes. Are you raising people up or are you tearing them down? Again, energy goes where attention flows, right? And if we are consciously bonding over things we hate, that's pretty low vibe, right? That's going to feel not so awesome. But if we consciously try and steer the situation and the conversation towards things that are great about life, things that we enjoy, things that we love doing, that's going to raise our vibration. And don't you think that a relationship that is sustained by things that you love rather than fueled by things that you hate is a relationship that is going to last far longer and feel much better? better than the alternative like it's just one of those like a curious invitation for you to start paying attention to that because the way that we talk about others is often reflected in the way that we talk about ourselves right and if you start looking for things in the world to be grateful for or that are beautiful it's going to be so much easier to find things within yourself that you are grateful for and that you find beautiful so if someone or something rocks your boat because I'll wrap it up now if someone or something rocks your boat and ruffles your feathers come back to your why no what you know to be true and make sure that you do something that is going to allow that to wash over you and move through you so it doesn't stay with you for longer than it needs to but be your own best advocate in backing yourself and knowing your truth and knowing your worth because it's like that saying what is it like opinions are like assholes everyone has one So just to keep it classy and leave it on a really high note, I'll say it again. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one. I guess that's all that needs to be said this week. Sending you so much love. Oh, have a good one, friends.